Hello and welcome to another episode of the Girl Stop Crying podcast. You're going to have to bear with me. I have a little bit of a cold and I'm trying to power through, trying to power through. Um, this morning I did a interview with Chamber Thomas and he, I met him at the Funnel Hacking Live event in Florida. I believe I met him at the lounge and I was just gotten on topic of the masculine and feminine energy exchange and dating because at the time he was single. And so I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this series called uh, Interviews with Masculine Men where we talk about the dating scene and what high quality men look for in women. And so today we did this first interview and I wanted to give you some of my big takeaways from this interview with him because it was really interesting. Um, so let's get into this and yeah, I wonder which one of these things you'll be like, oh my gosh, that is very weird. But anyway, so number one was I had asked him a question on how he chose the girl that he was currently dating or how he weeded through, um, all of the different profiles and options because he lives in LA and there he was saying, you know, it's like you could go on a date several times a day or every day of the week. Like there's just no shortage of beautiful girls to go out with. But he said what there's a shortage of is women that really want to connect with you and can have a conversation that's engaging. And when it came down to what he was really looking for, he's like, well, I really want to have find a woman that would be the best choice uh, as the mother of my children. And when he said that, I've heard it many times. I've heard that a lot from different guys. And when I was younger, that would be so incredibly triggering for me because I'd be like, I'm more than just a baby maker. And even though I'm still, like I've always been like, no, I'm not having kids. I don't ever want to have kids. But now that I'm getting to be in my early mid thirties, that's shifting a little bit. I think it's, <laughs> I, this is a really difficult, difficult conversation for me and one we should probably have in a separate podcast episode. But long story short, it no longer was super triggering. It was kind of like, well, that makes sense that you would want a woman that would fill that role in your life because you want to be the provider and the protector. And so when you look at the feminine masculine energy exchange, when you look within the dynamic of the relationship, what is left is the nurturer and that the, you know, the creative energy nurturer. And that is where the woman comes in. But what was interesting is he was like, well, she can go still be a, you know, a total boss in her work and what she does. And she can also, you know, come home and nurture the kids and, and take care of things in that way. And I was like, well, what happens, you know, now we have all of these extra expectations on us as women where we now have to, we can go out and be the boss, but then we also have this role at home. And he's like, well, like myself, I will be happy to, you know, help and provide in, in aspects where I can as well and be an equal partner in that way. And I think that's where 
the balance comes in in that conversation is you guys can both go be bosses, but when you come back together, there are certain roles in childcare that a woman fills and does better than a man. And then the man can, you know, cook that night if she's feeling super tired and she can, like, they can balance the care. But where this becomes a toxic ideology of like, I just want to find a good woman to have my kids is when he's not going to provide his half of the work at home. And uh, that was a conversation we had. Um, the other insight I had, because I'm, I've never really dated on the apps or dated in a way where it's like you have a complete buffet. I've definitely swiped the apps before. But he was saying, he's like, because there's so many options, you have to know the person before you actually go on a date. And I was like, well, duh, who doesn't actually like get to know them and go, oh, I don't want to go with this person. He's like, you'll be surprised. Women, there's women, lots of women that just want to have their meal paid that night and you'll be like hey you have any idea where you want to go and she'll be like say she wants to go to some really expensive restaurant and he's like yeah in his early years he would do that but then you get burnt out because you're just being taken advantage of and that's really not masculine that's not the masculine way to just give so much of yourself to anybody for you know and be you go broke doing that and if you don't go broke doing that, then you're just kind of considered, what, like a player, even though she's using you? I don't know. It just seems like solid, smart advice to know the person well and actually want to go out with them, not just go out for the sake of like, oh, I want to go on a date tonight. No, you actually want to go. All right. The, the other thing is he said, he's like, I don't care about her income. Like, it's nice to have her make her own money to be able to do certain things, but that's really not the number one thing I look at. I, as an entrepreneur himself, he was looking for someone who could, you know, be a part of the business, which I think is very true to the entrepreneurial spirit. You want to have a partner that's like kind of into it. Um, he was saying, you know, he takes joy from paying for the dates and paying for things. He feels like that really plays into that, like desire to be a provider. And, my biggest takeaway, which is something that I talk about a lot, and he said, if you want to start, it, like, if you want to be actually dating for the long term, you have to know yourself because his number one value in the relationship was communication. He said the secret to a good relationship and a balanced relationship is communication. And I said, well, a lot of people, a lot of women especially cannot communicate their needs or their feelings because they don't understand themselves and so you have to have the emotional maturity to really know who you are what you like what your values are where your boundaries are but then also the second part of this is know how to manage yourself within the relationship because if you have trauma drama you know issues with attachment styles you're gonna bring baggage, you may know yourself, but you're gonna bring this drama into the relationship. And this is something I am continually working through because I have so much trauma and drama within relationships, even though I'm a highly intellectual person. And so we had this little bit of a conversation about that. And knowing yourself, being, being able to be okay being single is one thing. 
but being able to actually be in a relationship, communicate within a relationship and handle your emotions within the relationship is everything. My my counselor that I've seen for the last five years, he said something, he said, if you wanna become enlightened, get married. He said, marriage is the most enlightening thing you can do besides going and sitting in a cave because they're basically a mirror of you. And it, it's so interesting, you know, you date and you're like, okay, I'm trying to find the right person. I'm trying to like level up my, my picker, my choosing of partner exercises, you know, really that muscle to pick the right guy. But then once you're in the relationship, keeping that relationship together is a whole nother level of personal development. And that's really where things get interesting is like dating is one thing, being in relationships another. So being aware of what triggers you, how you react to things, how you communicate things, because it really is, it really is like a, a whole, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's a, a challenge every single day. And some people, it's like ignorance is bliss and it's really easy for them to just like go on with the going on, have the arguments, whatever, um, have the makeup sex. But for those that are conscious and want to really into personal development, it becomes a little of a game, like really watching yourself and seeing how you react and they react. And I actually find that really interesting because I'm a weirdo and that's why I'm had this podcast talking about it and doing interviews with other people about it. Right. So that's what I got for you guys. That podcast. Oh, text message. <laughs> um, that podcast episode is going live later this week. Uh, so watch for that and I will talk to you again later.